Welcome to season one, episode 10 of The Beach Life. In today's episode, we are talking about how we fight. Fighting is going to happen, so how do we create rules of engagement to best prepare ourselves for when the gloves come off? Listen in to find out. I mean, fighting could be an explosive episode. <laughs> it could be. We could be opening up a whole can of worms here. But the the thing is, is like, we're, we're fighters. Yes, we are. And so remember when we had someone living with us once <laughs> and she is not a fighter or probably not really seen her parents fight, I, I would guess, mm-hmm. knowing her family. She's a bit of a peacemaker. She's a peacemaker mm-hmm. and, her, and her parents are lovely people. Mm-hmm. And so... We are combative. We're not even fighting. We're just discussing life. Yes. Yeah. We'll be talking really intensely. And she thought that often we were fighting. We're just, no, we're having a conversation. She would would make the joke, mom, dad. (laughs) Everything okay? Everything okay? Even even Beckham, who is our peacemaker, our middle child, he's eight. Mm -hmm. And he'll be like, we don't have, mom, dad, you guys don't have to fight. We're like, we're not fighting. We're not fighting. We're just talking aggressively. We're passionate about where we're going to eat lunch. Yes. Yeah. But I mean, on <laughs> to all of their um, credit, we do, uh, we do fight. We do fight. Yeah. And usually when we fight, I mean, when we were about to start this episode, I was like, okay, what's like one big fight we've had, you know, and, but we've had explosive fights before. Yes. But it's not really ever over anything important. No, no, or no, no. Big or even things that I would really remember. <laughs> yeah, we don't have big fights about careers and life decisions and this, that, and no. like just like, oh my gosh, these catastrophic moments. It literally is like dinner over the pillows. Oh my gosh. I, <laughs> I don't, I don't see I, this is just going to start fighting. I hate. Whoa, a strong word. It's a cuss word in our it's home, by the how way. how I feel <laughs> about those flipping pillows on our couch. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They make our house look good, Or like though. when you make the bed fully. Kara makes her side of the bed. She's given up on my side. Yeah. And because uh, I don't believe in it because I'm getting back into it. But, you know, whatever. Oh, my gosh. A whole other That's topic. how you feel about everything. Like your clothes that you lay on the floor. I lay them. And the I dresser. organize them on the, on the bench like, at I'm the end of our bed. like, I'm going to wear it tomorrow. Put I've, it away. Get it out tomorrow. Or there it is. I you are you are gonna piss me off. <laughs> Whoa! And I said you're going to. I didn't say PG you did. episode. Yeah, excuse me. <laughs> Sorry, mom. Uh, and you put those pillows on our bed too. Oh my gosh! I'm Why? sorry. I'm trying to make our house look nice. Your your apology is accepted. Wow. Well, mm-hmm. There's plenty of other fights that we've gotten in. Uh, yeah, you've already brought it up. Me putting my stuff away mm-hmm. as we were just cleaning up after our eight-year-old Beckham. Mm-hmm. And he left stuff at the bottom of the floor or the bottom of the stairs. And as you're walking up, making fun of him leaving stuff at the bottom of the stairs, you declined to take. I didn't decline. You. I walked past. I didn't See, even. I didn't mind, even think to grab that's it. That's the problem. Didn't even think to. So hey, this is a great episode so far. <laughs> just causing fights. I'm currently in the doghouse. Mm, you know. I yeah. There's there's so many different things, but really honestly, like life is. I I, I love I love this line. I don't know if I got it from someone or if I thought of it. So TM, <laughs> life is a series of awkward conversations. Mm-hmm. We 
you know, we're in ministry. Ministry definitely is a series of awkward conversations. Oh, yeah. But so is life because here's the person you love or a friend. And you're in a fight with them. You're in a conversation. You're in a disagreement. And typically, we don't know how to battle. or We don't know how to get our point across. We get too emotional. I always... Uh, so, 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 so we don't know how to fight. I, I always relate it back to... I play indoor soccer. Uh, and watching grown men <laughs> who don't... Uh, who don't have those endorphins go on a regular basis. Yeah. All of a sudden make physical contact with another man, shoulder to shoulder, totally the legal. Adrenaline. The adrenaline. And yeah. they lose their emotions because they're never in, I mean, typically we're not in those high conflict moments. It's not even a high conflict, but that adrenaline, yeah. that endorphin. Yeah. And so I think it's very similar parallel that we don't know what healthy fighting looks like. Mm -hmm. So we know how to flight. We know how to take off. We yeah. know how to dismantle the other person and move on. Yes. It, it, whenever you come up against a conflict, you have three reactions that often yeah. happen. Yeah. One is to fight. One is flight. And one is to freeze. And many of us, if we have not learned how to have healthy conflict, we don't know how to resolve that without going to one of those three extremes. Because fighting, when we're talking about fighting to the, in this episode, we're really talking about approaching conflict. Yeah, yeah, that's not necessarily um, getting, you know, actually throwing the gloves off and getting uh -huh. into these big battles because that's not the point of fighting. The point of fighting or having conflict with one another is to resolve that conflict, yes. or that is what a fight or conflict should be all about. Um, a lot of this episode, we're going to be talking about our relationship in our marriage and how we. We approach conflicts and yep. we approach fights, but these these principles can be applied to any relationships that you're in, whether it be other family members or friends or whatever. But I think the first thing that's the most important thing when you come up against a conflict with somebody to make sure that you are not um, you're not just engaging in the fight to fight yes. is fight for not against. So point one, fight for, not against. I don't know where really where we got that from, but we use it all the time. Mm -hmm. So TM, that's a <laughs> that's a Beach Life uh, trademark. I don't really I don't know if we even got it from somebody, but no, we no. we talk about it all the time. Yeah. And it may have just been through life because we all know what it's like to fight with people. Yeah. And we commonly don't know what it's like to fight for other than like big events. And so when you're looking in your marriage, you're looking in your relationships, your friendships, notice the difference that when you're fighting with someone, you're tearing them down. Mm -hmm. You're ruining the relationship. Mm -hmm. You're making them feel small. You're trying to win. Yes. There's no winner. No, 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 no. So when you're fighting for, and okay, look, let's remember this. Karen and I, as we have combat and we get in fights and have those moments, we don't always remember to do this. No, I honestly, it's kind of a funny line because I even, I don't know if there's ever been a fight where I've thought to myself, I'd Gosh. love to fight for you. Man, Kyle. I, I really want to fight your <laughs> face off. Like, I don't want to fight for you in that moment. I want to roll you under a bus. <laughs> but what that really means, though, is that we're fighting for resolve. Yes. We're fighting so that at the end of it, we will come together 
that there is a purpose to it, that there is, you know, a goal and there's not the goal to just create distance and separation. Because marriage is really such a wild concept. Mm -hmm. You're taking two strangers, two different backgrounds, Mm -hmm. two different families, two different preferences, Mm -hmm. and you're putting them in 1,200, 1,600, 2,000 square feet. Mm -hmm. And then you're adding kids that they make. You're adding financial economy. You're adding further preferences and you're and, and and you're saying like yeah it's gonna be great that is a re- and then some people are wild enough to even add animals to the scenario oh, they're getting yeah. dogs and cats oh my goodness and and what you, one of those things that you said different backgrounds different growing up yeah. though that can impact our ability to converse and to conflict with each other in a healthy way based off of how we grew up, yep. how we saw our families, um, our families of origin, our parents, family members, whatever it was, have conflicts. Yep. And that often is brought into our relationships and into our um, friendships and all of that fun stuff. Because like, you know, my childhood you know, old Dave and Stella, <laughs> they are, my dad's a cutter and my mom is Mexican. So yes. my, my dad will cut you down with his words <laughs> in, in, be, and, and have no emotion towards it. And my mom <laughs> will have all emotion yes. and all spice and all flair. And, and the point of that is, is, isn't that they fought the right way or the wrong way. Mm-hmm. The point is, I watched my parents resolve fights, though. Yes, yeah. You saw a lot of... I saw reconciliation. Yeah. I saw kiss and make up. Mm-hmm. I saw hugging. I saw I saw my dad say, I saw my mom say, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. And those were mighty moments for me. Yeah. Um, because I have both of those in me. I can cut and be spicy <laughs> in, as I fight. So I have both uh, mom and dad in me. Mm-hmm. But I also, more importantly learned how to resolve conflict, learned how to say I'm sorry. Yeah, and and I think that's really important for parents out there is that um, take that as uh, advice is to learn how to resolve conflicts. Not, you know, I don't think it's valuable to fight, fight, like, no. or be mean in front of your kids, but it is valuable that when things come up, when heated arguments kind of come up, you're able to process what's going on yep. um, with your kids. Either um, it could be even after you guys need to go into another room and resolve it because, you know, a lot of those things are private or you need to resolve it, but to, to talk through with that with our kids or, um, or to show them them you know that you love each other and stuff I think that's one of the things for my upbringing is my dad's a lot like me we're uh more aggressive we're more um like ready to conflict and my mom is more quiet and wants to process and um can often shut down in moments like that or um just not know how to respond in those moments and so a lot of the times I saw my mom kind of shut down, go into another room. And I didn't really ever see the finish to the fight, but I do know that my parents love each other and, um, and that they did resolve some of their fights, a lot of their fights, because we would have conversations about how they love each other, how they're with each other and for each other. And 
Um, I remember even asking one of them one time, like, hey, are you guys going to like get a divorce? You know, back when your little kids, your little, your friends, like in first grade, second grade, and those things start happening and you see see that happening with your friends. And I asked my mom that and she was like, oh no, like never. Um, And it, it was so helpful for me to be able to hear my parents say like that they resolve fights. Yeah. And, and I think that's such a, it's such a setup to know that there's three different ways to fight. Many people don't know that, but that it's healthy for someone to walk into the other room, process, collect, mm-hmm. and come back. Yes. And come back. And That's so- the most important part. Um, so I think one of the things that we want to talk about today is some of the boundaries that we've put in place as a couple uh, really early in our marriage, yeah. probably yeah, even dating, in dating, dating. actually, uh-huh. um, that have been really great rules for us, like basically non-negotiables in our fights. And there's been ones that we've broken a few times, but at at the same time, these are things that we hold really strong to that help us to not cross lines that will be detrimental and hurtful and cause wounds. So, so number one, fight for, not against. Yeah. Number two, fight with boundaries. And we got a couple, three different sub points in our boundaries that Mm -hmm. we fight within. Yeah. Um, I think one of the, I'm going to start with the second one just so you see on our list here, but, um, one of the ones that it seems silly, but it happens all the time. And I hear friends doing this, um, is, uh, no name calling and no cussing. Um, it, it seems kind of elementary. It's wild. How many people were around who will call their spouse a, a name? Yeah. I, I, I don't know. We put this boundary on really, really early, early in our relationship. And um, we're sensitive towards name calling. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we, we can't handle a name uh, of us. So, so we're like, hey, we, we've got to have this in our relationship. Yeah. <laughs> and, and we're not big cussers or anything like that. We didn't grow up um, doing that very often. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> You're going to lie to the people? <laughs> Stop. I'm not. No, I am not a cusser only on the volleyball court, okay? Oh, yeah. Well, and that, I feel like. That's my confession. I. Sports field, sport, sporting, like, like, like a football field or a soccer. They, I was almost like it doesn't count. That's a total sidebar. <laughs> okay, go on. Sorry. So, yeah, name, no name calling, no cussing. Because as we said at the top of this, we're in it to fight and to make up at the end of it. Yes. And so we don't want to do things, say things that we can't take back. You're going to regret. You're going to regret it. You can't unsay words. Yep. You can forgive and you can you can move forward, but there are still cuts that are painful. And to be called by a, a name or um, to be disrespected in a way with um, cuss words and mean, mean words and those kinds of things by the one person who is supposed to be your partner in life, um, that those leave wounds and, um, yeah. Yeah. I, I can't really think of scenarios where we have called each other names or like really broken those rules. Uh, I would say just a few times, a few, like yeah, we've but, crossed lines with some of the uh-huh. words that we've said to each other. Um, <laughs> what, what, what are the words? This were, is like what, a what, PG episode. Yeah, so PG. we called what, each other what like are an the asshole. Words? <laughs> <laughs> you, um, one of the words we're not allowed to say is whatever 
<laughs> when we're fighting and the other person says whatever, I Kyle, I no, lose my mind. No one um, outside of the '90s should be using the word. That's whatever. fair, <laughs> but it also in the midst of in the midst of that fight. Uh, oh my gosh, that sets me off. Yeah. Yeah, uh, so no name calling, no cussing. Um, Ecclesiastes 7 9 says, Do not be quickly provoked in your spirit, for anger resides in the lap of fools. It is absolutely foolish yeah. to allow our anger to come out in the way that we talk to each other. And the second thing is, we always put the boundary on us that we stick to one thing. Yes, one argument. Now, Kyle doesn't remember this as much in our premarital counseling, but I do. And I brought this up several times. We've talked about this. But one of the biggest, the best pieces of advice that we received from me, we received in premarital counseling, is that when you are in a fight or you're in a conflict, stick to the topic that you originally started that conflict with. Although there may be subtopics, although there may be a long laundry list of things that you want to to bring bring up... (laughs) You know, stick to the original argument because 1 Corinthians 13, 1 says love keeps no record of wrongs. And when you bring out that laundry list, (laughs) you are listing all the record of wrongs that you have (laughs) kept in your mind. And it might be there, but we've got to discipline ourselves to be able to stick to the one thing that originally set us off and try to resolve that one thing. It's surprising how good your memory is in a fight. (laughs) (laughs) Or how good it's or how bad it is how bad it is sometimes you're like give me an example when i I haven't done that in a long time do not (laughs) i used to do that to Kara all the time because remember i'm a cutter i'm a jerk when i fight and i'd be like tell me one example knowing that there's no way she could think of an example i I have the worst memory in the world and i'd be like see exactly it didn't happen (laughs) (laughs) such a jerk okay and then the third thing when we fight with boundaries is you stay in it to win it, aka no leaving. Yeah. No leaving. And and this is a this is such an important one to me for whatever reason. I don't know if it was modeled for me. I'm sure it was. I'm sure it was told. Mm-hmm. But you're not allowed to leave. You're not allowed, you're not allowed to leave. And I remember early on in dating, man, early in dating, two, three weeks into dating. Yeah. We got into our like first <laughs> fight. And I that, that's so like that's yeah, so that's so us. us. That's so us. <laughs> Other couples are still madly in honeymoon. Yeah. And and we got in a fight and I and I we were outside your dorm and you went to get out of the car and I go, the heck do you think you're doing? And you're like, I'm leaving. And I was like, get out of this car and and like there's not a chance. Like we are <laughs> we are gonna fight this out. And I remember sitting in silence for minutes. Oh, long time. Long time until because and it's not that here, here's the value. We don't need to resolve the fight. But we need to look eye to eye at the end of the night Mm -hmm. and be able to not have heat against each other and anger towards each other and and this fight still just festering in our souls. We've got to be able to go, okay, we good? Grab hands, maybe kiss, maybe have a moment. And I I think there's so many couples. I mean, how many times have you been in a fight that started at 9 p.m., then all of a sudden it was 11 p.m.? 11 p.m. And, and and then you're like, man, my alarm's going off at 5 a.m. or 6 a.m. and mm-hmm. I'm too tired. And there, there's a great moment in just saying, hey, can we solve this tomorrow? Can, I, I love you. And be able to say goodnight because you're probably not going to resolve it yeah. that night. I think early on in a relationship, 
fights can seem so important. Like you have to get through it. You have to like figure this thing out. And, and depending on what the fight is, sometimes there's timelines to it and stuff. But if you're in it for the long haul with a friend, with a family member, with, with your spouse, you're going to have time to be able to process whatever it is that you're going through. And so sometimes just taking a pause or a timeout and saying, Hey, like we're not agreeing on this, but let's, let's pick this up back tomorrow. And, and, and earlier is the better, you know, don't let it fester over, you know, weeks and weeks and then bring it up in another fight. Um, it is best to resolve, to resolve it at another time. And especially at another time when you're not you know, tired after fighting when you're not emotional, when and you're your not... eyes hurt because you've been crying. <laughs> yeah, when, when well, your eyes, not mine. <laughs> and like, uh, and what was that proverb? Like, don't let the sun go down with anger in your heart. Uh, Ephesians, Ephesians four yeah, six. Yeah, yeah, don't sin by letting anger control you. Don't let the sun go down while you are still angry. Um, I love, I love that. So number one, fight for, not against. Number two, fight with boundaries. And there's three points in there. Stick to one thing, no name calling, and stay in it. No leaving, can't leave. And mm-hmm. then the third and final thing that we want to say, like learning how to fight, how to fight fair, how to process that, is you've got to get to, and, he, and here's the kicker that we don't know how to do in our culture, in our world, in, <laughs> in church, it doesn't, not just the world. Like you see this all the time. People leave churches because they don't know how to resolve stuff. Reconcile, apologize, and forgive. Yeah. I, I'll never forget uh, being in ministry early on. And one of the greatest things that our pastor, Tim, taught me is because he, he and I, we, we got into it a couple times, uh, probably my fault. Uh, <laughs> and and when he was wrong, he would come back and say, hey, Kyle, I'm, so, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. And he would apologize. Yeah. And I would, I was so like, I mean, I came out of four years of being in sales before that. And there was never an apology. No. And it was, you know, dog, dog eat dog in sales. And all of a sudden my pastor's like, hey, man, you were right. I was wrong. And I was like, excuse me? <laughs> that was such a big deal. But being able to reconcile that moment gave me the opportunity to continue to learn from him to this day. Yeah, that's something that was modeled by your boss. And yeah. um, and as parents, I think that's something that we try to model to our kids as well. I remember multiple times, unfortunately, I have to say the word multiple, I've blown up at our kids or uh-huh. I've yelled or, you know, crossed the line in how intense I get with them. And I will calm down and I'll go up to their room and I'll sit with them and look them in the eyes and just tell them, hey, Betty, like mommy was frustrated. I will not. I'll try my hardest to not blame them for the reason for why I got I crossed the line. Um, I try to own up to what happened and my my reaction to that um, to make sure that they know how to apologize. And she does that to me too, guys. <laughs> <laughs> but there's something so powerful about sitting with your kids. I do though. I do do that. You to do you. do. A, I suck at I... that actually. No, I'm good with the kids with that. You are good I'm with not, the kids. There's nothing. There, probably one of the hardest things in my life is to say I'm sorry to you. I don't know why. It, it's true. I'm sorry. I, I struggle to say I'm sorry. <laughs> you've done it publicly more than you've done it privately. <laughs> <laughs> still doing it. It still counts. Yeah. I, you know, there's just so much, 
there's we are we are sinful human beings that um that are trying to trying to be close to Jesus and we fall often with pride. Yeah. And that's what that's what'll take us down and and um I think when you do hear the words I'm sorry um or you have someone that is remorseful or apologizing um the most important thing to do is to forgive them. Yes. And when we talk about forgiveness, we're not talking about just like laying down or or forget like forgiveness is a choice to do what Christ did for us. Yes. To to honor their apology, to lay down um what those hurts were. But it doesn't um we're not saying that in you know some sort of abusive relationship yeah, or anything totally to yeah to um accept that or to to move forward and to stay there Th- that's a whole different you know other ball game here um forgiveness is is taking that record of wrongs and crumpling it up and throwing it in the trash and saying i love you we're gonna move forward we're gonna this. move forward yeah yeah well hey i hope that this helps you in your marriage or your dating relationship wherever you are your parenting and your friendships and One of the greatest things we could ever learn is learn how to fight because if we don't know how to fight, we won't know how to reconcile. And there's too many relationships that are broken. Mm. There's too many churches that are left. There's too many uh, uh, relationships that just never get mended because we don't know how to reconcile. And so may you learn how to fight for, not with. May you put boundaries on your fighting but may you learn how to forgive mm-hmm. like Christ forgave us first. And may we be an example to the world in what he has done for us. And so um, we love you guys. Go, go and get in a fight. <laughs> Thanks for joining us on today's episode of The Veach Life. Make sure you follow us on Instagram to see how we live our best life on purpose. DM us to let us know how we can help you live yours. Finally, make sure to share this episode with your community, however you connect with others. Whether it's through posting on social media or sending a text, don't keep this conversation to yourself. If you haven't already, don't forget to subscribe so you can join us next time on The Beach Life.